Good evening, and welcome to Gouda and Gouda. This is episode seven, or possibly eight. It's seven. Seven. My name is Bob Gouda, and uh, with me tonight, as always, Mr. Jerome Ralston. Evening, Bob. Good evening. Now, tonight, it's going to be a short one. We just have one cheese tonight, because this is the week of Thanksgiving, and uh, the week of Thanksgiving is just a, it's a terrific opportunity for cheese. So, I've got no less than four cheeses, uh, in addition to some, some of the, the world's finer cured meats to sample this week, so there will be, there will be other episodes. Um, now, tonight, we've got a... Uh, a cheese that uh, this was a Jerome pick came with us came to us by way of uh, our local Whole Foods. This is a I'm gonna say it's a, it's a Spanish uh, cow's milk cheese, Alicios Fuerteventura Fuerteventura, a word that I believe means strong wind. Let's give this a smell. I'm already smelling it from here. It's pungent. Not I unpleasant. I wouldn't call it a a unpleasant. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's unpleasant either. It's got a very uh, strong, visibly smell. orange paprika rind. That's why I got it. I'm a sucker Attractive. for no. Paprika I'm a sucker for works, paprika man. rind. Paprika works. The, one of the cured meats. One of the the salamis that I got for this week is a Hungarian salami that was highly recommended by my cheese guy. And he says the difference is the paprika. It's a it's a pepperoni that contains paprika, and it makes all the difference in the world. <clears throat> so we're going to give this cheese a, a shot here. This is uh, this is not a uh, expensive cheese. Uh, it's been sixteen bucks a pound. As far as expensive cheese is good. As far right? as expensive cheese, I mean, it's a, it's a more expensive than a craft single, but this is actually a. Um, this is a hybrid cheese, actually. It's a cow's milk, uh, goat milk hybrid cheese. 70-30. Um, Elysios, I'm going to guess, is the cheese house. I think it's the cheese type. The cheese type. You should look that up in, our, in our reference guide. Um, it's uh, Ana Fuerte Ventura. Uh, if I recall correctly from my extensive knowledge of world geography, is an island in Spain... That um, is uh, the Canary Islands. It's one of the Canary Islands in the Atlantic Ocean. Well, that would explain uh, these politically part winds. of Spain. And uh, at uh, 1,660 square kilometers, it is the second largest of the Canary Islands after Tenerife. Um, if I recall correctly, it was declared a biosphere reserve by UNESCO in May 2009. And uh, its capital is uh, Port Puerto de Rosario. Hey, your phone's it's, getting I'm in the way pretty of the sure, there, Chief. I'm pretty sure that, I mean, that's that's what I recall from my, my learnings in high school. Well, I'm going to apply my learnings to this cheese. we got a paprika rind and kind of a pale, almost grayish-white interior. Yes, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a uniform... Uh, it's a uniform uh, color throughout. It's a little darker around the edges. There's a picture of it uh, up on the uh, up on the gram. And um, so, what do you say? Let's I say we, we should try it. I, th- I think we should try it too. I was I was wavering. I was thinking we would just look at it and then put it away, but I think we're actually going to give this a taste. Some cheeses may be objects d'art. It's no art. It's no hand cheese. 
Oh, thank goodness for that. Exactly. Try without the rind first and then with the rind, I think. Let's see if the paprika is added to good cheese or if it's tarted up. It's a little softer than I thought it would be. It looks like a hard, dry cheese, but... It's got some character. Nothing unpleasant. It's pretty mm -hmm. mild. Yeah. But it's got a little bit of tang. Tang in there. It's creamier and um, milder than I thought it would be based on, based on looks and smell. There's a little bit of a woody taste in that. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that. Um... The creaminess kind of comes on late, but it's a nice little, uh, it's a nice mild creaminess that, uh... Little lanyap. Yeah, la yeah, uh, that. Let's try it with the rind. All right. Mmm. The paprika adds a very nice spicy, or a kind of, uh, smokiness that, um, that kind of, kind of leads the palate... So this is sort of the sort of thing you chuck in your smoker to get. You know, it's almost like with the paprika. It starts off smoky and then almost gets sweet. Yes, I which agree. Which is um, that's cool. I like when cheese does a does a little fancy, a little fancy thing with the with the flavor profile, where it's uh, it's one thing and it's another and it's where's it going? I don't know. Wild card cheese. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a fairly mild wild card, if you'll... Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's a it's a mild card, is what it is. But one of some character. <clears throat> I think it's a good eating cheese. Yeah. I like this. I mean, it's dry, but it's... Like I said, it... Uh, I get the feeling this probably isn't aged nearly as long as some of the other hard cheeses we've had yeah, lately. I mean, it's got a little bit of... It's got a little... A little bit of brittleness to it, but... It's not chipping off under the knife. Yeah. Good cracker cheese, probably. I would eat those with crackers. That does seem to run in your family, though. Mm. Yeah. We're students of crackerdom. Bunch of crackers. I, um... That's got about a one-third taste intensity, I'd say. Yeah, it's, it's not intense, but it's also... A little bit of creaminess, a little bit of woodiness... But just a little bit of sharpness too. I mean, it's uh, it's not nearly as sharp as I would uh would have guessed. But um, I like it. It breaks down well. It's got about th I think it's got three sort of legs. It's got the smokiness. It's got a little bit of sharpness. And it's got a bit of creaminess, and they're all really well balanced. I gotta say, as far as uh, as far as an organic rind goes, which I'm guessing they're all probably organic. <laughs> Um, we, uh, we seem to be kind of suckers for the paprika rind. Oh, we've, I'll we've enjoyed, of for somebody that, you know, I don't, I'm not really, have never been a huge fan of paprika, just, you know, in its application, but it works with cheese, man. Yeah, I used to think of it as mostly decorative. But you cannot deny the smokiness that it imparts. Well, it's certainly better than that Chipotle cheese we had a while ago, I think. Chipotle and label only. Yeah. It's 
odd to think of the paprika as having more hit than the chipotle did. But Which is weird, because chipotle is such a cool flavor. It is. But, you know, maybe as you mature, paprika becomes more compelling. Hmm. I like this. I would, um... <clears throat> it's good eating cheese. It's a good eating cheese. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to think of a good application for it. Apple? Yeah, yeah. It would go with something sweet very well. Um, it would go... This is a fall, I think this, this would a be a good... Cheese. I feel like this would be a good pairing with uh, any type of, uh, you know, cured meat, too. I think this would be a good charcuterie cheese. <laughs> most, I don't know what makes most it things. good. Yeah, absolutely. Everything goes with uh, with a good salami. This, this strikes me as a good kind of fall cheese. Yeah, I can see I, that. I wouldn't be sitting yeah, that's the, smokiness in the yard kind of, eating this with uh, tea or something, but hmm. sitting inside of the window. Sit out in the snow. Well, no. Eat some good paprika cheese. But if, with the wind rattling at the windows... I can see this being. I gotta now, say, I like this. Even, I like the without the rind better than I like the rind in this. Really? Yeah, I think the rind in it is a little uneven. I think the rind gives a, a new dimension, a dimension to the flavor profile that isn't really so much there without it. But just on its own, it's it's a good, it's a good creamy middle of the road. I don't even say creamy because creamy is not its defining trait, but it's. You know, the creaminess kind of comes on late, um, and it's, uh, I mean, it's just a, it's just a good, relatively simple eating cheese. But I'm not really, I'm not eager to apply it to something else, because it stands okay on its own. Um, <clears throat> now, the question is... <laughs> We eat a lot of we eat a lot of the world's finer cheeses, you and I. And eventually, when you're when you're in the cheese game, you know you got to be kind of a rolling stone. Even if you got ten cheeses you can name off the top of your head that are great cheeses, it's hard to walk into the cheese shop and say, you know, I'm, I don't want to try anything new. I want I want the Forte Ventura, or I want the Prairie Breeze, or I want the Pastoral. It's hard to do that because you're you're going with something reliable over something adventurous. So rebuying a cheese is always a hard thing. So let me ask you, would you rebuy the Fuerteventura? I think I'd have to be in a particular mood. If what you're asking is, does it crack like the always purchase limit? You know, if you walk into the store and it's there, do you always get it in preference to everything else? I'd say no. Okay. But I would put it near the top, higher up in the list of, Eating cheeses that approaches that. See that? And that sort of broad middle spectrum, this is certainly toward the top. I I could picture this in a in a presentation with you know, two other hard cheeses. Sure, it's a contrast. Where this is like a middle of the road to, to between the two. In terms of like adventurousness, in terms of the palate, in terms of uh, you know, just in general complexity. Um, I could see this being middle of the road between something like, uh, you know, one of them kind of fancy uh, French ones with the the hard rind and it gets soft in the middle. One of those kind of weird-ass cheeses that nobody... <laughs> like the one we had last week. Yeah, where you got to lie to yourself to like it. 
Um, I think you might be selling the French <laughs> a little shorter. Sorry. No, but it's um, it's it's a like I said, it's a good eating cheese. I'm not eager to present it or like uh, apply it to something else because it's, it stands fine on its own. Um, the only other thing I think I'd add to that is that it's not terribly basic. It's got a bunch of flavors. No, going on. yeah, absolutely. So there's, there is some there is some complexity there. It's not dull. No, it's not a dull cheese. It's like low a, key, but not dull. You know, there's there's something to be said for a you know just a dull example of a good cheese, which it's like you know if you're just looking for a good cheddar. Doesn't have to be adventurous. I know you're not that into cheddar, but hell, cheddar—you can go in so many ways with cheddar. You know. Um, does this remind you of a manchego at all? Not hard enough. Really, not salty enough. Yeah. I know they're both Spanish, but I want to like manchego. Manche- I want to like manchego more than I do. Well, I always think that I'm gonna like a manchego, and then. It kind of, uh, it's, I always end up being a little disappointed. Well, Not that I've had a ton of Manchegos, but... We'll have to work on them. Try some other ones. Um, <clears throat> we do have to, um, we do have to revisit, um, last week's, uh, raclette. Um, <laughs> as you may recall, Jerome and I were, uh, enamored with it. We really liked melting it and eating it out of the Once pan. melted, Yes. And in fact, over the past week, um, I've gone through the entire chunk of raclette, which that is a, uh, a criteria we need to start establishing. Will we finish this cheese? That's a good sort of quick thumbs if up. If I finish up. a cheese, as opposed to just leaving it in the cheese drawer until Lisa or until Stella or whatever her name it. is, tells me to audit the cheese gallery and ends up getting thrown out. Um, but I, I've gone through the entire block of raclette in this past week, mainly making some fantastic breakfast sandwiches out of it, because you can just melt it in a pan and then throw an egg on top of it, flip it over, and, and that's just, it makes a great sandwich. Because Put some paprika on it. It's a, it's an oily enough melt that it doesn't stick to the pan, and it, it gets just, mm, raclette. However, Stella Fontanella, who did not pipe up, pipe in last week, when we were melting piles of raclette, uh, complained that it it feedified the whole house. And, there was definitely uh, a pedal extremity sort of smell. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you get a good cheese, but, uh, you know, it offends the house. And uh, so you just got to use the cheese when, uh, when the house is at work. So that's what I did. Um, I still highly recommend that raclette. I will admit it will funkify the house a little bit. But a sacrifice for your art hey, there. If yeah, you gotta I mean if you're in the cheese game, you're in the cheese game. For good or bad. So um I'm looking forward to the next uh, couple of tastings that uh we've got uh we've got one coming up that I've been really excited about. And been really talking up. And um you know it's after I had tried it at first I was told that there would be no more. And then, somehow, there was more. So I ran out today, and uh, I got some of it, and, uh, and we'll, we'll be discussing that Friday night. Um, do you have anything additional you'd like to say about the Fuerte Ventura? 
I'm uh, going to really reiterate my statement that I prefer this without the rind. Okay. Well, uh, but this is this, this is good, especially especially good for the price. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can always uh, you can always appreciate uh, a good, reasonably priced cheese. I mean, if you can have if you can have a nice uh, cheese tasting for less than five bucks, well, how could you not? Okay. So, so I'd say we both uh, would recommend the Elysios Fuerteventura, the strong wind. Beating at the window on a fall night while Absolutely. you're inside by a fire eating some. It's a fall cheese. It's a fall cheese. It is that. Um, good pick. Good pick. So from, uh, <clears throat> from Gouda and Gouda, I'm Bob Gouda. And uh, with Jerome Rawson, bid you a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll be back with you in a few days to uh, sample a few, few other fine examples and uh and give them a chat have a good week everybody <laughs>